Money Talk on MixFM introduces intuitive business with Plus94 Research every Thursday between 6pm and 7pm. In today's fast-paced business environment, you can never be 100% certain of the decisions that affect your bottom line. Uninformed decisions can cost a big business a lot of money and cut short the life of a promising idea. This new program will equip you to find the true place and value of research in your business regardless of size. Reduce uncertainty in your decision-making. Connect with Intuitive Business every Thursday evening. Time now for our weekly Intuitive Business feature with Plus94 Research. Do remember that this feature is linked to a competition where entrepreneurs stand a chance to win 1,000 Rand by simply sending us case studies on research done on the failure or success of their own SME. You can email us at radio at moneyweb.co.za. On the agenda tonight, concept and product testing. Joining us for this discussion is Sviso Falala, CEO of Plus94 Research. Sviso, good to have you with us this evening. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. Now, Sviso, tell us why is concept and product testing important? It's important because it's the basis of your your business. For you to have a thriving business, you must sell something for which there is a demand or something that does something meaningful or beneficial for the consumer for which they perceive um, a role in their lives and they are willing to make payment for that product or or, or concept. First of all, I think I need to explain that um, very often you start out with a concept before you have a product. Mm -hmm. So your concept is an abstract idea of the problem that you are trying to solve and how you intend to go about solving it. Then the product is the result of um, that process where you now have a solution for addressing that, 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 that problem. So it's important to test your, both the concept that it delivers on um, market um, needs, but also the product that it lives up to what the concept promised and that it is beneficial and that it is worth paying for and that it is worth buying repeatedly, time after time. And not all products meet this criteria. And therein lies the reason for failing um, to sell your products and services. As you say, this is really something that can make or break businesses. So tell us how then should concept and product testing be conducted? Um, At the outset, it depends on whether you are offering what is called a me too product, which means that you're just offering what your friend down the road is offering, what Mm -hmm. the other company is offering, in which case you may perceive that there's no need to test it because you've seen that your competitors are selling it and it is selling very well. Therefore, why should you test it? So in such instances, you may need to have a revised version, a better version of your own products as we see in the tech space where you have, for instance, an iPhone as a product and you have a Samsung as a product and then you have versions of an iPhone and you have versions of a Samsung. So all of these offer different benefits and each of those benefits needs to be tested to assess what value it adds to the consumer and also at the same time can the consumer afford to buy your product at the price at which you're offering it they may want to have that benefit but it may not be economically viable to sell the product uh, to consumers to the vast majority of consumers so it's important to test all of these things
Now, I'm glad you mentioned that there are cases where you can get different types of the same product, different versions rather. So tell us, is it sufficient then to just test products from the outset or should they be tested at intervals even when they hit the market? <clears throat> at the outset, um, obviously, let's assume that it's not a novel product. By a novel product, we mean something that currently does not exist at mm-hmm. all. It's completely new. If it's novel, then you need to test the concept as well as the product. It is best to test it at the beginning to minimize risk before you go to um, market. You asked earlier, how do you test it? You can subject the product to a focus group discussion environment, a controlled user environment mm-hmm. where potential customers can come and try out your, your your product and give you feedback and at the same time discuss its features in a way that allows you to see where it does very well and where it doesn't do very well. So that that is by way of a central location, controlled environment where where you are able to test that product. But you should also be able to give the product, depending on the nature of the product, to the consumer Mm -hmm. to try out over a period of time. Because most consumers tend to use their product with their family, with their friends. They ask for comments. Mm -hmm. What do you think about it? And therein lies the endorsement of the product by those that they love and those with whom they enjoy that product. So when you do an in-home trial of the Mm -hmm. product, Um, you allow it to be tested in conditions that are normal for its use, uh, would become normal for its use once it becomes a product that is on the market. I suppose that's also the danger that comes with testing products among people you know that are going to use them. So when it comes to setting up focus groups, how do you ensure that the group has the right mix of potential users? Yes, um, that depends on your on your idea. Someone might feel, for instance, that they need to come up with a product that targets the high end of the market because they perceive that they their product is specifically suited suited for them. Say, for example, you want to target, uh, create a walking aid, a product that you use for, for walking, and as you use that product, you also uh, manage to burn calories mm-hmm. and uh, make your muscles uh, more toned or stronger and you get fitter out of it, you may decide that the target market for this product would be higher LSM groups. And that helps you to decide how many people you are actually targeting. It is pointless to come up with a product and hope to sell millions of tons of it per year without Um, actually knowing how many people are in that target market. So in most instances, people already have decided my product is higher end, lower end, middle market. In the higher end, there are so many consumers. In the lower end, there are so many consumers. As you mentioned, products and also consumers may differ. But are there any hard and fast rules that entrepreneurs and even big business can use when it comes to testing these things? Yeah, I think the most important rule, the first and the most important rule is that big businesses normally do not take chances by uh, launching a product purely on the whim of the technical uh, or the innovative or the research department. They need to subject that product to market conditions and to consumers so as to minimize the risk of 
uh, failing because when the product fails, a lot would have been invested in its research, mm-hmm. a lot would, would have been invested in its development, its launch, and so on and so forth. And it's not good for the reputation of the company to be associated with products that failed because they were not well researched. So the rule is that it's very, very important, no matter how good the product appears to be, um, to at least subject it to a preliminary market test. Mm -hmm. Even if you want to sell a new brand of margarine, and you know people eat margarine, or a new brand of butter, and you know people eat butter, but you don't know to what extent the market is saturated and you don't know which brands of margarine they use together and how they switch from one to the other and what role, specific role, your product will play in that mix. So it's critically important, I think, as a rule that you you test um, the product for efficacy in terms of its efficacy, for um, price acceptability, and also to understand the value proposition um, of that product. Where does it actually lie in terms of the benefit set that it offers consumers? Sviso, that's where we're going to leave things this evening. That's Sviso Falala, CEO of Plus94 Research. Intuitive Business was proudly brought to you by Plus94 Research.